Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. There is a new fitness craze gaining popularity centered around working out as a team while talking together and making business deals. Yep, you heard me. This workout involves business. It's called sweat working. Sweat plus networking. Get it? And it's where clients, colleagues, and coworkers can network while they work up a sweat. And if you think Nutrition Diva and Get Fit Guy are the only ones that support sweat working over the standard ho-hum practice of networking, you're mistaken. It seems like this fad is not going away anytime soon. However, as sweat working becomes more mainstream, it's time to focus on how to properly conduct ourselves in such a venture before we end up embarrassing ourselves during a leisurely 5K walk with the CEO. So, I'm ready to pump you up with these tips on sweat working etiquette. Tip number one, stay in your comfort zone. I'll be honest, when it comes to making a key contact or landing a deal, I'll pretty much do anything that won't put me behind bars. Every single piece of success I've ever gained has come down to me throwing myself into a situation and hoping for the best. Embarrassment? Time? Money? Whatever. If it will help me accomplish something, I'm in. However, even though I'm willing to go to the ends of the earth to make a good impression, I know my limits. For example, I'm a terrible golfer, and despite having a 250 average, I happen to love the game. I just go along at the pace of the people I'm with, enjoying the conversation, and a good time on the links. But see how I stated very openly how bad I am? I'm not pretending. I wasn't hiding it. And I would never give the impression that I was even remotely half-decent. So when a colleague invited me to play in a charity tournament, I sadly had to decline. I mean, I'm all about putting myself out there. But even I know my limits. And this is the proper mentality to keep in mind before venturing into a sweatworking event. Sweatworking isn't just about working out while you discuss business. You have to be able to do the workout and keep the conversation going. If someone invites you to do a yoga session and you spend the entire time stuck in downward dog, writhing in pain, it's hardly going to make a good impression or be productive. Also, the person will not be flattered that you only accepted their invitation and you're clearly miserable the entire time. Instead, be honest with your sweatworking partner regarding your capabilities and comfort level. If they suggest yoga and you are about as flexible as a steel bar, don't try it. 
Instead, counter with another solution that fits your fitness level. Bring up multiple ideas, saying, Actually, I've heard this great spin class where we can sit side by side. It's very casual and everyone seems to love it. This way, you're not just sitting against a wall in embarrassment because your Warrior 3 pose made you vomit. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tip number two. Choose wisely. As I said in tip number one, sweat working becomes a hashtag sweat working fail when you choose a workout that is totally out of your comfort zone. But what about when you're the one pitching the idea rather than accepting? When you accept a sweat working invite, it's your call on whether or not you can accept the challenge. So that's your problem if you decide sparring in a boxing ring is right up your alley. However, When you're the one who suggests a sweatworking plan, always know that the person on the other end is thinking one of two things. This is going to be fantastic. Or, this is going to be a complete nightmare. And if they're thinking the latter, know that they may leave the event thinking, this is the last time I sweatwork with this person. I can't reiterate enough that the key to sweatworking is connectivity and making productive conversation. When you propose a sweatworking activity, make sure it's one where you can talk, breathe without wanting to keel over, and participate side by side. Do not pick something where you are spaced far away from one another, or simply because it's the hottest trend and everyone is doing it. And do not pick something when you know deep down the other person will be praying for the sweatworking date to be over, right from the minute it starts. When you improperly pitch a sweatworking idea, it makes you look like you're not in it for the right reason, and that you can't sympathize with someone and their abilities. It shows a lack of care and a total disconnect with what it means to network. Tip number three. Not the time to show off. In an article called How to Be a Bad Workout Partner, I talked about how a colleague invited me to do a 5K race at work with him, but left me in the dust. He and I are friends, and as much as I hate running, I figured it would be a fun hangout and get a workout in at the same time. The run started out fine, but then out of nowhere, he took off in a sprint, saying, Hey, I'll meet you at the end. He slowly became a smaller dot in the distance, as I left very confused. 
isn't the point of asking someone to work out with you to actually run together? Had I known that he would be long gone after two minutes, I would have stayed in the air-conditioned gym to work out by myself. Maybe he thought I would keep up, or maybe he realized I couldn't, and then decided, eh, screw Richie, I'm out of here. Sadly, I think it was the latter. Um, I think someone is missing the point of today's activity. And this is a common misconception about sweat working, that by dominating your competition, it shows how hard you can crush it in the boardroom as well. As if to say, I'm a winner at everything I do. A good mentality to have, yes, but not with sweat working. See, sweat working, although showing your physical prowess, is not meant for an all-out battle royale to name the next king of the ring. It's meant to be enjoyed together. Shocker, right? If you think celebrating every time you ace your colleague in a game of tennis will show your fighting spirit, it will only make you look like a show-off with no class, someone who does not quite understand what is really going on either. Does this mean you can't try to win? No way. Go ahead and do your best. Just don't think you're Ali talking trash to forming. Nor does it mean you go solo because you want to get your workout in for the day. Sweat working is about communicating and networking. If you leave your colleagues alone, you completely wasted both of your time. All right, folks, I want to hear what you think. So drop me a line. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDD. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide Tips for a more polite life. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 